great. Keep it going with the headphones. Yeah, a little bit louder. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Trio of Positivity Podcast. Ooh, it was so good to hear that music. We appreciate you joining us today. Whew, it's going to be a fun show. I have a feeling today. This is a podcast, boys and girls, where we skim the Chicago sports landscape to bring some positivity into your life. Helping me today, co-host of the show, probably deserves his own show at this point, Michael Effing Miller. You like that? What's you up, like that solo miss that I had earlier this week? Rock Brother, take a bow. Take a bow. Oh, I can I, you're, you're too kind. You're too kind. Oh, please just stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh god, you guys are too nice to me. Uh, no, no, it was truly well done. Um, you know, uh, Chris is still under the Hertz virus. <laughs> we, we we wish him all the luck and, you know, good health soon. But it's just the two of us ready to rock this out today. I can't wait. We got some good stuff to talk about. We got some good <laughs> things happening at the Madhouse. Ready for all a right. game on Sunday. All right, all right. It's Let's like go. kind of opportune too. It's us in the semis for the third year in a row. Is it really the third year? Yes. I don't remember <laughs> how many times I've lost, so that's why. <laughs> we'll talk about that. But before we get started, quick social plug. Boys and girls, you can find us on Facebook under Trio of Positivity Podcast. We're trying to go grow that a little bit. So if you wouldn't mind heading over there, quickly liking our page, we would appreciate that. At Twitter X, we're at Trio Positivity we even have a website, triopositivity.com. More to come there. Uh, you know, we'll throw some fun stuff there. Keep an eye out on the socials. But this episode today, we're going we're gonna to do everything. We're going to do Madhouse and Madison. We're going to do fantasy. Not as much concern with waivers and things like that. Now, just looking ahead in the season, more like a season review. And at the end, as always, we'll look ahead into the Bears matchup this weekend when Arizona comes to town. Ooh, I'm excited. You ready to get this puppy on the road? Let's rock and roll. All right, buddy. I heard there's some positivity coming out of Madison. Maybe unlikely places. What you got for us? Well, as long as you're referring to the Madhouse on Madison and not Madison up in Wisconsin. Okay. We're focused. Uh, we're an Illinois-based podcast. We don't, the real, we don't... the real Madison. <laughs> While I may be a Packers fan <laughs> this week because they're playing the Panthers, I, I heard that too. Do not associate with the people up north. Okay, let's just hey, make that be, clear. Uh, before we get disowned, I love that city. Have had lots of adventures there. Nothing against the town. It's just that's not the Madison we're referring to. Exactly. We're talking about the Madhouse on Madison, the United Center that houses two of Chicago's biggest teams with the Chicago Blackhawks and the Chicago Bulls. So let's get right into it. And like Boopin referenced there, the Chicago Bulls may have turned a corner after losing their best player. Is that a thing? But I'm I'm sure you all remember a few weeks back. When I said when Zach Levine got hurt with this little foot injury and I was like, did he play his last game as a bull? And everybody laughed at me. He might have. He might have. 
The trade talks are brewing already between the Lakers. It sounds like a deal will get done. Um, wow. uh, it just might be a matter of when rather than if. But you know what? There will be no tears lost over here, baby. Because since Zach has gone down, this team has gone 6-3. and 6-3 three. and three without Zach. And you might Let's not go. think it. I mean, I think it's pretty good, right? But oh, to Zach, add insult look- to injury on Zach Levine, the Bulls only won five games with him this year. And it's not wow. a small sample size. They were 5-14 and 14 with Zach on the court. And now that he's been off, they have won six out of their last nine. It has been incredible to watch the evolution of Kobe White is upon us yeah, in Chicago. He is a phenom. He's tearing up not only every opponent that we play, but he is a storyline across the league. In his last nine games without Zach, of course, he is averaging 26 points a game, 6.7 assists, and 6.4 rebounds per game. And on top of that, this is a kid that's shooting 51% behind the arc. We're talking Steph Curry numbers right here, dude. I know. Give this guy a max contract. No, we just signed him to a three-year, $33 million deal. I saw oh, shit, he's cheap, too? Yeah, he's oh, cheap. Yeah. I saw some gifts of him, like Kobe White, after this year, and it was like sad face because he's not going to be making big money. But um, it's been impressive to watch him play. It's impressive to watch this team play. And they're finally getting away from that isolation ball that has dragged them down the last few years. And now you all may be thinking, well, 6-3, and three, maybe they're just playing some easy teams. The Bulls have beat Milwaukee, Miami, and Philly to name three of the big teams that they beat in these last six. Milwaukee is number two in the East, Philly's number three in the East, and Miami's number six in the East. And the three teams that they lost to, Milwaukee, again, like I just mentioned, number two in the East, Denver, number three in the West, and Miami, they lost on a buzzer beater. So they... They are playing against elite teams, and they're putting up good numbers. They're making it competitive, and that's all you can ask for 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 an NBA team. So who knows if this is going to keep moving forward. Kobe White may slow down here, but um, from all of my um, Twitter uh, betting people, Man, they're riding the Kobe White trade pretty hard with those points, rebounds, and assists combo, and he has been delivering. Let me just tell mm. that. So um, if you want to take advantage while he's hot, it might be worth it. Um, wow. Some negative news uh, before we move on. Uh, we did have an injury to Tory Craig, um, a plantar fasciitis injury, so it's looking like a timetable of about 8 to 10 weeks. So um, hopefully – he does come back. He's a uh, he's a big guy for the team. He's he's a good offensive rebounder, but and he can shoot behind the arc. So uh, it will be. It, it's not a huge loss, but it is a loss nonetheless. And uh, we'll see. We'll see where this team goes. Uh, they are bringing some excitement uh, and winning some big games, which which is which is fun to watch. Wow, this is the most we've talked about the Bulls. So that must be they're doing something well. I yeah. heard about uh, the Corey, like Kobe White. So like, that's like, and I don't follow 
Fasmola, so like you said, he's making splash in the news. He's being mentioned in like ESPN and stuff, which is really good to see. So kudos, yeah. man. Well done. Tell yeah. me about the other team that plays at the Madhouse and Madison. Oh, our Chicago Blackhawks. Unfortunately, the news with the Blackhawks is not as good with the news in the Bulls. They are three and four in their last seven games. Uh, with that being said, they did have a big victory against the Avalanche the other night. They beat them three to two. But you all know the main story that we're talking about. We're talking about the Connor Bedard watch. What is he doing? Every game, that's the biggest story. And I'll tell you, it continues to be a story. Wherever you go, if you're if someone's talking about the NHL, they're talking about Connor Bedard. He continues to lead all rookies in points. Um, he is the, over the last two games, he has four assists, two in each game. He has 28 points total, 12 goals, 16 assists. It's just, it's amazing to watch last week. They had probably one of, I don't, I'm not going to say it's like the biggest game of the season, but it was probably one of the most hyped games of the season. They were playing the Edmonton Oilers. Like, you know. Who's the guy on Edmonton? Connor McDavid. So it was the Connor show going on in Canada. And um, it was I, I was able to watch a little bit of it before I went to bed because I'm an early bird. But um, right out of the gate, man, Connor Bedard, dude, he's got a wicked fast shot. Top right corner. Boom. Lighten up the scoreboard. Um, so it's just, he's exciting. There's, there's no doubt about it. We need to get these guys growing. They have a lot of injuries, unfortunately. Um, but they're continuing to play. They're continuing to play hard and Bedard is continuing to put up points. Um, so what more can you ask for? Hopefully we'll get another good pick and there's some rumors that we might – I think we're in the spot for a number one pick again. And then people are like, are you kidding me? So who knows? Having flashbacks wow. to the old Blackhawks with Taze and Kane. Wow. No, that sounds that sounds not so great, but also great at the same time. Looks like they have the second worst record in the league. San Jose is right underneath them, but looks like there's 10 other teams with like 11, 12, 13 wins, so not very far. Uh <clears throat> Looks like they had ten and twenty in the season too, uh, so you know my whole Bulls versus Blackhawks who has a better record. Looks like the Bulls are winning slightly right now, but we'll keep it going. Do, I think they play the same amount of games, don't they? Is that right? That I think that, that is right. Remember, yeah. with hockey though, it's more about the points than it is about yeah, the wins. True, like the the tie. Um, yeah, understood. But like I don't know, just the record wise, that's what it is. But hey, thanks for the update, man. Some some positivity coming for sure. Looks like they flip flop too, right? Uh, Blackhawks were doing slightly better. Bulls were like nowhere to be found, and now it looks like they have flipped. Hey, good things. Hopefully, Bulls keep on going. We get some draft picks. The team keeps gelling like this without Zach Levine. Damn, that that's a good sign for us, honestly. It really is, and it's it's impressive that they're playing big good teams. They're not playing these mediocre ones. Well, they are. They're just beating them handily. Nice. So. Yeah, big game coming up. Lakers in town, I think. By the time you listen to this podcast, you'll probably know how that went down. But, hey, good luck there. Um, All right. After that update, I feel like I should do something. You did a lot of talking. 
let me let, let us get into the fantasy corner. Hopefully one of the last, not hopefully, but probably one of the last ones for the year. Um, I do I do have a couple of questions for you before we get into the injury, and then we'll talk about our matchups uh, in in the semis. Um, but just week, um, you know, the week just ended. It was like a lot of big games. I felt like this week, maybe maybe weren't big games, but games that tr- turn interesting are interesting in the playoffs. So I had a quick game for you. Uh, I'll throw it. two two teams in front of you. Uh, I have six teams total, so three rounds. You you need to tell me if they are pretenders or contenders. Okay, at this oh. point in the season, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, the first one is Bills and Steelers. Are either of those pretenders, contenders? Where do you stand on them? I think the Bills are contenders. Okay, the Steelers are pretenders. Right I I don't know. I think the Steelers are falling apart. They're falling apart by the seams. Mitch Trubisky, Chris's favorite player, is playing like the the Mitch Trubisky we all have come to expect. But even Kenny Pickett, he hasn't been that good. There is a lot of drama going on in Pittsburgh in regards to their wide receivers and the coach? fact that they don't block. I don't know if it's his coach as much as that he might be losing. No, the but like, room. but they were saying they were they're calling for him to be fired. This coach has not has a losing season. I don't. I don't his... I, I'm sure they're calling for it to be fired, but I think it's more so. You know how like after a while, players just get over a coach's lingo yeah. and how they go about things. I think it just might be time for a breakup. Like yeah. reminds me of Lovey Smith in coach. Chicago. Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, but right, we right. all know he's a great coach. I think he won two Super Bowls, maybe one, something like that with Ben. But um, he's yeah. been, like you said, he hasn't had a losing season, but I think it just might be time to, for him to leave. And you know what? I would be happy to bring him down to the to the Chicago, <laughs> to the Bears. That would be glorious. It would be nice to get a head coach of his stature. But I, I don't think Pittsburgh is, is legit. Um, I don't think their offense is good enough, and their quarterback play is sketchy, regardless of who's back there. They do have T.J. Watt, but I, I think the Bills are are making a strong push, and I think they might have the schedule to 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 finish it off. No, no, that's a great point. I think they were winning close game earlier in the year. Pickett was playing at least like mistake free football. He was like keep keep managing the game better. I think they were Trubisky there, and the defense has really gone down too. So. I, I agree with you for the most part. Bill seems to be on the up and up. Who knew they had a running game and having a running game helps the quarterback, right? They're, they're doing amazing. Ever since um, they or, got, they made that change at offensive coordinator. Yeah, no, great call out. I think that's that's fair. Uh, all right, the next set of teams, uh, this team won and this other team lost. So Bengals and Cowboys, who is a pretender and who's a contender, buddy? First of all, the Cowboys shouldn't even be in this conversation because I still think they're probably one of the best teams in the NFC. Um, They're definitely a contender. The Bengals, I don't know. I just can't seriously sit here and trust whatever Browning, especially with Chase injured for at least this week. And Reader, too. One of their big defensive guys also. Defensive tackles, yeah. I just have a hard time trusting him to do anything with this team. They might sneak in, uh, but, I mean, overall, they're definitely a pretender. They're not competing for anything, in my opinion. I mean, Mixon's old. The running game isn't really that great. 
So it's basically just Browning getting lucky like he did against Minnesota with some last-minute plays similar to what Joe Flacco did to the Bears and, and, get, and pulling out a, a victory. So I think they're Crazy. a pretender, but the Cowboys 100%. They're contending, man. They're going to be there at the end, especially the way Eagles are going. It could be San Fran Cowboys for the championship. Okay. Um, no, like I think I agree with you. Cowboys are better, but I think like the, the defense, the, the injuries they've been slowly taking is finally starting to add up. They would give up runs. They would give up runs, but they looked – Pathetic against the but run. Look at look at what they just went through. They came off a huge high of playing Philadelphia in prime time to go to Buffalo, another huge game, and play in the complete monsoon that was going on over there. Like it was a trap game at the end of the day. I mean, I understand that they got embarrassed, and I still won my fantasy matchup, even though. Dak got me seven points, but like it was a trap game, and I don't put too much stock into that. Um, I I don't. The, the question is though, will they be able to right the ship? I know I don't know their schedule per se. I know they're playing Miami this week. Um, mm-hmm. I could, I'm expecting some fireworks there, but I don't know if they'll. Who I don't know who they have after that. Um, I I I think like they've already made the playoffs, right? Like they are. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like good, but like I don't know. It's like always interesting to see these teams like who beats them and like how, uh, you know, looks like they play the Cowboys and the Commanders and sorry, the Lions and the Commanders the next two weeks after that. Okay, so the <laughs> Lions game touch Commanders, which should be an easy win. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I mean, um, they need to win the division though. They need to get that home field. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, per- perfect segue. Uh, one of these teams won, one of these lost, right? Uh, Browns or Eagles? Who's a pretender? Who's a contender here? I think, I don't know, man. It's tough. Joe Flacco off his couch three weeks ago, and he's putting up studly numbers. I don't know how he's doing it. They got Miles Garrett leading the def- defensive line. So I am I still, I think the Eagles are contenders. I, I, I just, I they're, they were in the Super Bowl last year. Doesn't take long to write the ship. I thought it was going to happen this week. They went into Seattle. Obviously, Hertz had some bug. Who knows how it affected him on the field? Yeah, Chris but, will tell us. Yeah, Chris will tell it how 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 it affected him after four days. But who knows? I they did have to play in the rain, so that I'm sure that has something to do with it. Um, but. The Philadelphia is definitely a contender for me. I think they're going to be there at the end. They're competing closely with Dallas for that division title. Cleveland, I, I don't know. It's a tough. I mean, you look at that division. The Ravens have won, run, run away with it. They're the best. So then who's the second best in the AFC? The Bills are coming on in a wild card. You're I think looking, Browns have that wild card spot right Browns now. might be there. Uh, and then who else do you got? The AFC West. All you have is really Kansas City. AFC South, I guess you can make a case for the Texans. But I think three teams get in. So you're looking at, I mean, maybe the Colts. So there's some I think AFC all, South All of these there. teams are in the playoff conversation, if not the wild card conversation. Yeah, so we'll see. AFC South has some middling teams. If one of them can put it together, I don't know. Just have a hard time trusting the backups that are playing for the Colts and playing for the Texans. So... 
Uh, maybe I'll, I'll I'll say that Cleveland's. I mean, a contender. I, I don't think they're seriously going to be competing for a Super Bowl, but they'll be a contender in making the playoffs. All right, can I can I bend for a minute? Sure. <clears throat> this is this is what bothers me about Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. Okay, I hate it when Kevin Stefanski, Zach Taylor, freaking like Minnesota coach, his name escapes me. They take these people off the streets and they look like fucking magicians. Josh Dobbs looks good. Fucking Jake Browning looks like a beater. Like goddamn Flacco off the couch looks better than our starting quarterback for three years now. You know, like that's what grinds my gears. I'm just like, we need those play callers. Like someone who like, Looks at the player, looks at what they can do, and fucking plans around that. It, there's also, like, jokes and rumors that Flacco just checks out of running plays. He doesn't believe in running plays. He'll just be like, yeah, it was a stack box right through. He just keeps chucking the ball. But, like, I don't, I don't care. He's put in a position to succeed even doing that. This really fucking grinds my gear. I just wanted to say that. Just, just after this week, especially. I, I get it. I mean, Dobbs right. is no longer the second string. He's the third string, so I don't know how much Salas to put in that. But, I mean... But for, what, two weeks in a row? He looked like second coming of goddamn Jesus, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, he did. He did. No, that, that's he did. Really but Browning, nice. yeah, it's impressive to see what Browning's done. But these guys are professionals at the end of the day. When they get hot... They're going to deliver, and Chase Browning and Joe Flacco both got hot in the fourth quarter and put I mean, up those numbers. I think our friends would not like Browning, though, because he throws a lot of screens. Just they work for him, and it doesn't well, work for him. Well, they got the talent, too, with, well, yeah. not anymore, but Chase and yeah. T. Higgins. All right, I'll, I'll get off my high horse, but um, uh, thank you for playing along. I, I, like, I think it was a lot of good games, and especially coming down to the tail end of the season. I thought it would be a fun game to play. Um talking about not so fun stuff coming up for this season did a quick injury recap a lot of bad news some good news there um have to start it off here our favorite quarterback Aaron Rodgers the drama queen is activated off IR but he likely won't play Jets have probably really small chance of making the playoff so they will not risk it but somehow he's activated off IR and that's what's happening. Um, another quarterback likely not playing this week is C.J. Stroud of the Texans. Um, they basically said Keenum would start again, basically already. Um, in some good news, Chris Olave is good to go. He will start for the Saints on Thursday Night Football. Josh Jacobs is also trending positively to play this week. But here is a lot of, like, here's a lot of names who did not practice. It's just... It's early in the week. Don't panic, but probably keep an eye out. Ramondre Stevenson from the New England Patriots. Hunter Henry from the Patriots. Tyreek Hill from Miami. Zach Moss from the Colts. Nico Collins from the Texans. Brian Robinson from uh, Washington Commanders. OBJ from the Ravens. And Keenan Allen, my hero Keenan Allen, all did not practice on Wednesday. In a surprising limited practice, Michael Pittman, who I thought died on the field... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he came back a lot and was like working on the side with the trainers. I just, 
Um, some of those players. Wasn't he in concussion protocol? Or he, what was he's, the still, him? he's still in concussion. I think in concussion, you have to practice on the side. Then you have to do that for a couple of days. Then you have a red jersey. Then you practice in full, and then you get to play. So he's progressing through. But they play on Monday night, if I remember correctly. So he has an extra day. So signs are trending positive. Um, yeah, uh, those were the majority of the fantasy Keep an eye out. Lots of injury. Big, big, big semifinals coming up this week, hopefully. Uh, talking about semifinals. Well, before we get into that. Okay, what you got? Give me, some, give me some matchups, good and bad in fantasy, that you're looking at as far as teams. For example, for me, I think some good plays. I mean, I know I have them on my team, but I still think some good plays can be found in the Bills-Chargers game. I can see Buffalo running the score up, think they're hot, and the mm-hmm. Chargers are not doing very well offensively. So I think there's going to be some scoring there. What are some other matchups that you're looking at, either on the good side or the bad side, that, that people should know about? Yeah, um, um, I think we'll talk about Arizona a little bit late. Um, they are mostly a running team, and Chicago, one thing that does well is shut down the run. So even though I have on my team probably Connor, don't don't get your hopes high there. Um, uh, let's see, who did who else do I want to talk about? Seahawks, they have a good positive matchup. They are pass catchers against the Titans. Titans have been playing better off late, but I think their passing game is still um, questionable. Of the Seahawks, oh, no. I think someone owes me a chug. Oh, that because whole thing. Although you had. Geno Smith was out. I had Tyreek Hill out, and Jalen Waddle got more yards and TDs than freaking Metcalf and Lockett combined. Uh, that was that was painful uh, <laughs> both ways. But I I don't know. Supposedly Jets were supposed to be a tough matchup, and <laughs> Miami just ran circles around them without Tyreek Hill. Without so. Tyreek Hill, yeah, that was interesting. But it'll yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what Seahawks do against the Titans. I, again, like NFL is so week to week. Panthers were supposed to be a really bad matchup, probably the best matchup on paper against the run, and they shut down B. John Robinson. He couldn't do anything. Packers yeah, didn't week. he only get like five carries though? Yeah, it was stupid. But um, like Packers this week have a positive run game against against the Cardinals. I think um, Bears like believe it or not, this is probably a good test for Justin Fields. The passing game for uh, Arizona is pretty suspect. I know the weather's not going to be great. It's just a cold game in Chicago, but the passing game in Chicago should do well against their tail. Last two. Jaguars, especially if Trevor Lawrence plays, Buccaneers are pretty suspect against passing game. They're yep. pretty good against the run, so that should be a positive matchup too. So if you got any Jaguars pass catchers, I don't even know who plays. Probably Zay Ridley might be. Jay Zones is probably hurt too. So Ridley, yeah, Ridley, someone like that might might have a good game too. Oh no, their their uh, tight end who's having a great year. That's probably a good good play there too. Oh, Evan Ingram, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I think those are the ones, but like you said, some good matchups. Dolphins, Cowboys, hopefully it's 48 to 45. That would be awesome. I think yeah, like a good matchup is that some... running game. Dolphins running game, put all your money into like Raheem Mostert, two touchdowns. Dude, he's just a touchdown machine. He's this year's Jamal Williams, that's for sure. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see that one if it's a high scoring. It'll also be interesting to see where the Ravens and the Niners go. Like, I could see that being an offensive game, but I could also see it being very low scoring. So, Holy for my... fuck. There's three Monday night games. I yeah. guess Monday Christmas games. Yeah, it's Christmas Day. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I got McCaffrey. I'm a little worried about him, even though, I mean, what am I going to do, Betcham? <laughs> no, I'm not no. Betcham, no Tyreek Hill. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know how that's going to play. He's You know he's going to get something. It's just how much. Um, Eagles at home against the Giants. Let's see how they play. They've been struggling. Hurts. It's a buckling. divisional game. Divisional, divisional game. game. Hurts and the Eagles need to get back on track. Hurts, it seems like the only one that's fantasy relevant these last few games because of the rushing. So um, we'll see if the, that passing game can get going again for him. And I, so, I know Chiefs are kind of getting back on track. But these Raiders Chief games, man, those divisional games, that also gets close. I would not, I don't know. If I had some money, I'd probably put it on Raiders to cover. They're- yeah, especially at 41 and a half. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's fair. I mean, the Chiefs haven't shown much. They got that Matt Nagy effect happening down there. <laughs> I hope he's fired. Something will hire him right away, though. But okay. Well, that was most of fantasy. Hope that was useful to you. Maybe that's what we'll do next week, Miller. We'll just come back and talk some more matchups going to the final. Going yeah, to the final. One of us will be in the final. Either one you of us or me. will come, come back happy, or one of us will come back sad. Will it be um, third times the charm for you? Oh, Maybe. Man, like Miller is just. Oh, he wipes the floor with me every. I don't. I don't think you just beat me. I think you like freaking. Well, wipe the floor with me every time. I think last, last year, year was a fluke because Jalen Hurts got hurt like last minute or something like that, and he's on your was, whole team. <laughs> same thing this year. I think he's carried my team. It's like so good to have a guy that gets you twenty plus points every week. Like that just bumps up your like eighty point to a hundred point, and that makes a difference in the world. So, so I didn't uh, tell you my fantasy situation. So. I'm in another league with a friend. It's my big money league. And they our, our thing is on CBS for some reason. They have a different waivers where they have waiver reset every day. So it's not once a week or twice a week like it normally is. It's every day, which I there's something to that. Um, but the weird thing is, is it locks... The last time to do waivers is Saturday night. Saturday? Wow. So, as of Saturday, Jalen Hurts is my quarterback. The report came out that he's fine. He won't have an injury designation going into the game on Monday. And then (laughs) Sunday, it comes out that he's questionable because the illness got worse. And I'm trying to figure out what the fuck to do. So, like, all Monday, I am on Twitter. I'm bugging the shit out of my colleague that sits right next to me like because he's in the fantasy as well. And I'm just like giving him the updates of everything. I'm diving. I'm diving into the depths of Twitter to find and find out well, what the hell is going on. I'm seeing the posts from the random people sending the videos of, of him getting off the bus and arriving at the stadium. And I'm freaking out because, I mean, we were down eight points going into oh. that game. So if he didn't play, we would have lost. But realistically, if he played, we would have won. And this was the semifinals. This wasn't even the 
the quarterfinals. So, like, this takes us to the championship. Thankfully, he played, and thankfully he got points. So, we, I am in the championship this week. So, I'm two, conflicted. Two-week two championship then? No, just one week. They just do it early um, because it's it's like a few hundred to get in. So they do it um, two weeks. So the season ends uh, week sixteen, whatever. Okay. So, so you 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 make some money. Either, either oh, make yeah, well, I definitely made all my fantasy money if we don't win. Um, so it's it's it was a stressful Monday. I didn't get much work done. Let's just say that. <laughs> Uh yeah, boss, listening in, please don't. <laughs> no, but, I already told uh, him. I already told him the situation. I'm like, boss, I'm doing stuff, but realistically, I'm not doing stuff. I'm focused on Twitter right now. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay. No, so you don't need uh, this semifinals. Uh, you know, I know you haven't won ever this other league too. But if I you get a little one, I won a few years ago. No, no, this the Jeff, the other league oh, we we've oh, been playing yeah, the semis. Yeah. Yeah. You've lost in the final semi-finals couple. No, you lost in the finals three times, twice, two times, three times. Three. I think turning so, into the the commish who always lost. Um, we'll see, man. I'm conflicted but, because you have hurts and I'm and I'm playing hurts. So it's like I'm hoping for a. <laughs> no, I, realistically, realistically, not, I don't really with, give a shit. As long as he does, I don't care. Something. We'll see. I hope he's angry from the loss and just like runs in every touchdown. That's all I hope for. I would think that this team needs to get on track sometime, but the only thing that scares me is the divisional games. Anything can happen. No, but like, I don't know. It could also be 45-10, right? Who knows? Yeah, it could be. But it could also so. be a low-scoring slugfest, especially if the weather doesn't cooperate. But I don't know. All right. So I, I feel like let's one of us will be happy next week, right? One of us will be sad. What can we do so the guy that's sad to make him happy? Maybe the winner chugs a beer on or something. Huh? What do you say? This way everyone loses. You already owe me a chug. I do. I do. I, I will pay it this weekend when I see you. Whatever you want to do, bro. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll figure it offline. We'll keep you guys posted. But are you ready? We got to talk. The Bears. Versus Arizona Cardinals at three twenty-five on Sunday. No, don't tell me it's a three twenty-five game. I saw that it's it's a three twenty-five game. Why on the we're at home? Arizona, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Did we get? Okay. Do we get flexed out? Come on, tell me we're gonna get flexed out. It's too late, isn't it? They don't do it today. They should have done it by today. What think, the but... fuck? Okay, let me set the stage. Three twenty-five games. I know we don't have a lot of them, but um, let me set the stage. Okay, the three and eleven, last place in the NFC West, Arizona Cardinals. We have the third worst record in the league, by the way. Are in town to take on the five and nine, last place in the NFC North, Chicago Bears. We have the eighth worst record in the league. Kyler Murray is two and three since he came back from the injury. Um, and the Cardinals' offense actually has been showing signs of life with him back. They're scoring about 21 points, 21, 24 points since he had returned. Um, they've even played teams like Steelers, Texans, Rams, and 49ers, who are all mostly above 500, and they still are scoring about 21 points. 
Uh, Arizona opens as a five-point underdog. I think it's down to four and a half now. And the over-under is at 44. What do you think, Miller? What are you worried about? Well, I want him to lose so that Cardinals go up and we have a better chance at a draft pick, realistically. But I don't know, man. I think we'll get the dub. I think we have a really easy schedule coming up. I think this defense is playing really well. I think we're probably going to be in a position at the end to win this game, and we may blow it. Who the fuck knows? Because all I know is this team likes to blow historic games. That's all I know. No, like you hit it on the head. Like um, the three games we lost that we shouldn't have lost, Broncos, Lions, and this, like the chances of that happening was like fucking go by a lottery chances, and we lost all of them. Point zero zero six percent, I believe. Yeah, like it was like incredible. We lost all of them. So I think you're right. Even though the game should not be as close on paper, Bears are at home. Cardinals are a dome team. Um, You know, like we should be favored. Like the defense is playing lights out. Uh, Their passing game is probably will make some rooms for fields like we talked about. But I don't know. We love to play games, even if we have a big lead. They will come back. We will let them come back, and then it will probably come down to a touchdown at the end. But I'm hoping it's a it's a game for Fields to learn from the last game. It's a game for the team, the coaching staff, the play calling from the last team. If you have a team on the ropes, freaking don't take your foot off their neck. You know, freaking go for the kill. I think they tried. They tried went for a couple of fourth down, advisable, unadvisable. But I, I want to see more of that. I want to they see didn't the move passing the ball game. as an offense. Come on, bro. Again, you you highlighted that too. Uh, after they were what seventeen to seven, they had like six drives with like seventy yards, and half of that came in the last play with Tyler Scott. So I I hundred percent hear you, but I'm hoping we learn, we grow, and we see a nice game. No one wants to like game in the afternoon. Man, I was so pissed off all Monday, dude. Like when they lose, it just affects my mood. Especially when there's playoff talks, and I hate playoff talk yeah, expectations. No, you have something to Yeah, I mean, that was kind Ugh. of deflating because it was like it's... we were. I mean, the schedule down the stretch is pretty easy. We got the Cardinals, we have the Falcons, and then we have the Packers, all beatable. Packers are probably pretty equal to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. This is a game that we should win. Some Some pieces for Arizona that are hot is McBride, their tight end. Um, he, he is. He will playing get another really 10, well. ten target. Yep, he will get another he, ten target. He is. He seems like he's the favorite target for Kyler. Um, like you talked about earlier, Brown is a little banged up. We'll see what happens there. But really, the the wide receivers aren't much of a threat. So it'll be interesting to see how the Bears' run defense um, is able to contain this team. Kyler was running all over the 49ers last week, um, so they did look good. Obviously, it wasn't ever really a game mm-hmm. because the Niners just kept putting the, the pedal on the metal. Um, but I, I, I think if our defense continues the way to play the way they are, there's a chance that this could be not close. Um, but Arizona is an interesting team, not only for this game, but for the future. I'm very interested to see what sure. your thoughts are for next year for them. Do you think that they're going to stay with Kyler or do you think they're going to draft a quarterback? Obviously they're pretty much guaranteed a top five, probably a top three pick. Yeah. Um, 
Where do you no. think this team goes? I I truly think they were like in they were making all these moves in the preseason, early season too, just getting rid of all their skilled players, the hired players. I was like they're ready to tank. I was surprised to see Kyler come back, but it looks like Kyler's playing for his career essentially, right? He's like just running like crazy trying to make plays and things like that. They they are a very interesting team. Um you're right. They have a top three pick, probably guaranteed at this point. Um, so, yeah, um, Kyler will probably get at least next year there. He's signed for a long time, right? Kyler, yeah, they right? just signed him like last yeah. year, I think, yeah. to like a six-year, two hundred million or something like. Oh that. Oh my god! Think about a team team in turmoil, right? The, they fired their head coach, was owed a lot of money. The GM the was GM, a lot of yeah. money, and they wow. got a new owner too, I believe. Yeah, something something crazy happened. I think the GM just like got sick or something. Like I think something crazy. Anyway, they had a crazy off season. I think Kyler stays. Uh, McBride is a huge addition to them. They have some good. This they're pretty unlucky too. Marquise Brown hasn't been on the game like on the floor as much this year. They need to get younger. Kyler needs to stay focused and like healthy. I don't know. They they might make some noise, dude. I don't know. I I, I am a, I am in the belief that they are going to be in the Marvin Harrison sweepstakes. Um, I don't see the Bears taking him, so I think he will go to the Cardinals. I think like you will. I think they're going to continue to ride with Kyler. I mean, it's pretty hard to judge Kyler these last two years, given the weapons that they had. Uh, I guess they had DeAndre, but wasn't he hurt last? Well, I guess Kyler got hurt last year. But like when he when Hopkins and Kyler were together, they were pretty dynamic for the most part. They didn't have that great a defense, but uh, it's some of the plays he makes just like feels like you just go like there's probably like one other player in the whole league that can make that play. And I I don't know. I you want to put like just like the fields problem, right? You want to put talent around and hopefully he comes around. Um, again, that division too is like ooh brutal too. Um, every yeah, it year. really is. I just think they get they try to go for Harrison, give him a weapon, and see where they go. That's my belief. Now, there's some people not really legitimate chatting, but theorizing that maybe the Bears trade with them, move down to three, they'll go up to one. That's pretty much the only realistic spot for us to get Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. Now, because if we trade down to like six, seven, or eight. Probably, he probably won't be there. So that was one theory that was out there, and then they would jump um, New England. So who knows? I Again, I am in the camp of that I think they're going to ride with Kyler at least another year. It'll be hard to get him off the books. Maybe there's a market for him. Who knows? But if you're talking about him, you're talking about Fields, you're talking about Daniel – maybe Daniel Jones all being in the QB market. I mean – at least Field doesn't have his co- big contract yet, so yeah, who knows? Fair, it could fair, be a fun fair. off season, and hopefully we have the number one pick. So we're in the conversation because regardless of where you stand with the Bears and whether you want them to keep Fields or whether you want them to draft Caleb or Drake May, having the option mm-hmm. is a blessing, right? We're not in Ryan Poles' shoes. We're not going to make that decision. Half the fan base is probably going to hate Poles after the decision. No matter what he does. No matter what he does. But at least we have something to look forward to. And 
regardless of what happens, there's going to potentially be positives coming out of it. I mean, like some of the things he's done, the O-line this year, first round, Monte Sweat. I don't know. I, I want to be positive, um, you know. Um, do you want to give me your score prediction for the game? Score prediction. What's the weather? Do we know the weather? I think I saw sunny in 30s. Chicago weather. (laughs) Sunny in 30s. Okay, I'm going to say 24 to 10. Bears. Bears? Ooh, damn. I mean, I I hope they learn from the last game and that's what happens. But I think I can see Kyler fighting back. I'll probably say like 24-17. Right? That's 41. Yeah. Over under 44. Okay. Nah, I think the Bears blow them out. Let's go, All right. boys. Alright. I, I think we're you were you still have the lead, but I think the lead is just one game at this point. So I probably need to be anti you so I can pick against you. But I, I think I think we'll probably be on the same page the rest of the year, honestly. Um Maybe the Packer you, game. Yeah, no, that'll be a good one. I th- we should at least go to a bar to watch that one. But um did you already do your positive score on the Bears? You did on the recap, didn't you? I did, I think. I think yeah. I, I think I'm pooped. I think I'm down to like a two. I was two. pretty upset after that game. I yeah. just, I just, I don't know the direction of this organization. I don't know <laughs> how you can bring a coach back that has realistically four historical losses. I think we had one last year, in addition to the three this year. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't envy Ryan Poles. Like I was just saying, he's gonna have some fucking decisions to make. I don't have you at all. So I I, I don't know. If anything makes me fall in love with NFL, right? Like Vikings last year, they were like ten and one in one score games and they were in the playoffs. This year they are five and five and they're very like people are like, you know, like questioning different things on that team. Like just uh, if like think about us. Had those four games, Miller, gone the other way, dude, we would be nine and five right now. Three right, games. Like, the, the other one was last year, but yeah, your point right, is, taken. yeah, yeah, like yeah, like in in six, whatever we would be, and that would be a very different conversation. Like we would be like talking about playoffs and other things. So like this this game is beautiful. Like the over unders are beautiful. Like the lines they set are beautiful. Just just in love with the game. Just a fan of the game, man. Uh, Until just, Monday, and your fantasy teams loses, then you won't be. Oh, fuck. If I lose, I may not come back next week. I don't know. Nah. It, it's fantasy. Like, I'm just happy I'm relevant enough to be in the playoffs and fortunate enough to be get beaten by you asshole every year. But, you know. Hey, if I'm if I'm losing to somebody, I'm glad it's you. And it's not going to some stripper fund in Vegas for somebody else, you know? Exactly. I choose that one. All right. Cheers, buddy. All right. I think that's the show. You ready to call it? Yeah, let's call it. It'll be a little early tonight, but no worries. Awesome, people. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Hope you like the podcast. We brought some positivity, some smile on your faces. Keep the feedback coming. We appreciate it. Maybe someday in the near future, we'll bring some positivity into your life. Until then, we'll suffer in our misery together. Have a good night, everyone. Bye-bye.